What's going on, man? Juice Box Podcast right here. How are you doing? How was your weekend? Is your sleep pattern fucked up? Are you tired of cooking? Are you an essential worker and you do not feel like being in traffic with everybody? How you feeling? It's a lot going on in America. It definitely is, man. But you are right here listening to the show and I definitely appreciate you. Do not forget to like, subscribe to Juicebox Podcast and, you know, tell a friend. All right. So let me go ahead and get into my sponsors real quick. Anchor FM. All right. Anybody interested in a podcast, make sure you check out Anchor FM. They allow you to upload your podcast to their site and they put it on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker. They hook you up for sure. This is my first time actually using the mobile app to upload an episode. So I hope it goes. <laughs> I hope it goes good. It's been going great so far, man. So Anchor FM. Also, Chef Keem, owner of the Dinner Club. Make sure you follow that black chef, okay? That man has been uh, putting together quarantine recipes. I myself has been enjoying. He's been doing it all via Instagram. Make sure you go ahead and check him out on Instagram at Chef K E E M. Keem, Chef Keem, that's one word. So make sure you go ahead and check them out. Great private uh, chef for your private needs. Okay, that didn't sound right. But also OIABrand.com. Make sure you check out OIABrand.com and get yourself some of our new masks that we got. My favorite might be the, if you're reading this, you are too close mask. Love love that mask. Uh, for anybody in New York the who loved the God Was Born in Brooklyn line, we just added some uh, mask to that line. So now we officially have God Was Born in Brooklyn mask available. So make sure you go on the website, check it out, and get what you need, all right? So <sighs> it's been crazy. Has anybody been out protesting? All right. Anybody been out looting? All right, there's been arguments. Everybody's all over the place. One minute, people are—it's we for the protesting, but some people are against the looting. But there's some people like, yeah, loot. <laughs> there's some people like, well, what about the black on black crime? There's a lot going on. But everybody is all over the place uh, as with what they feel is the right thing to do at a time like this. Um, the major question has been is looting you know forms of violence is that has that been an effective way to bring about change um in 2020 Um, most recently you've been seeing a lot of the protests that have been going on there's been protests all over the nation um in some countries about the death of george floyd okay and i'm not gonna lie these protests are beautiful thousands of people took the streets in atlanta l.a Jersey, Baltimore had a peaceful protest, London, Paris, and I mean, I just swear, all these niggas better have corona in the next two weeks, or somebody lying, I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't know what's going on, but something, something ain't right, I saw a lot of masks, but I ain't see a lot of social distancing, okay, um, I'm just saying, I, I really just want to say that, but anyway, R.I.P. to George Floyd. Okay, they've been trying to tear that black man down ever since he died. It was a rumor that he had a sex tape, which I think was a lie because it was not featured in the Pornhub recents. They have most recently released 
that he has had COVID, but it doesn't matter because at least we are at the beginning stages of bringing his killers to justice. All right, now protesters took the streets to protest uh, the wrongful death of Minneapolis resident George Floyd. May 25th, uh, George Floyd had the police called on him by a store owner because the store owner thought that George Floyd was using a counterfeit $20 bill to pay for his items. Now, I don't know why the store owner just didn't take a little picture of the nigga from the, the, the footage, the security footage, and then slap it up against the glass and, and tape the $20 bill to it like all the other hood spots. All right, he could have just banned George from the store and we could have avoided this, but whatever. Now, when the officer arrived, uh, some form of a, a struggle ensued with them being the aggressors. And, you know, George just wanted to know basically what was going on, which ended in the result of him um, dying because one of the officers proceeded to put their knee on his neck, I mean, for a very long time, killing uh, Mr. Floyd. Now, for anybody who watched that video, it was murder point blank period it was murder mr floyd was you know saying that he couldn't breathe the officer didn't seem really too concerned you didn't see any of the officers doing much to to stop it they didn't seem concerned that that was going on now if you ever been locked up arrested dealing with police once they feel like you are the enemy they don't give a fuck they don't care there was a video in baltimore where a lady she had got punched in the face after now she punched the man first and there were claims, oh, she mentally ill and all that. Don't know, the police don't give a fuck. And that is a part of the anger because their job is to de-escalate and they approach these, these people, anybody that they feel is a suspect, they approach them with such, I mean, just such anger, such negativity, and it, it's a variation of what it could do to certain people. All right, now the officers... I mean, they weren't initially charged, and it wasn't sure they were going to be charged, according to uh, Hennepin County Attor State's Attorney Mike Freeman. All right, now, Mike Freeman, if you watched that first initial press conference about whether or not charges were going to be brought um, to the officers, he answered, he just said that they were under investigation and that we need to be mindful that these things take time and you know we'll get to the bottom of it and even then at the beginning of it he seemed just he didn't seem like he was up there you know trying to get justice for mr floyd he just seemed like he just had to be the next attorney to bring down some cops and that's not what he agreed with all right now then the uh, reporter asked him you know hey you're saying that they're they're not we ha you guys haven't brought charges to them yet but we've watched the video. People have seen the video. That clearly is a murder. And if you watch that video, Mr. Freeman kind of like doubles back. And he's like, well, it is my job to, you know, not rush to judgment. And, you know, but what I can say is that from what I've seen, that I'm supposed to be looking for criminal misconduct. And I'm not sure that's what I've seen. And that's when shit got real. Mike Freeman fucked it all up when he did that now if you notice they brought in another minneapolis brought in their own state's attorney who has experience a black guy who has experience with these kind of cases they brought him in and told mike freeman to shut the fuck up because after that that same night shit got real because people were tired how could that officer not be held accountable for murder when it's right there on camera 
Now, over and over, we hear police chiefs say their officers acted in good faith, and you have them constantly wanting praise for them putting their lives on the line, or they just want this past to do whatever they want to do to people who they consider suspects uh, because, you know, that they're putting their lives on the line. It's what you signed up for. It's like if all the doctors right now, if you, you had COVID, if they just, oh, I, I don't want to treat them. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. Or I'm, I'm afraid something's going to happen to me. I don't want to treat them. That's the, the oath. That's their duty. That's their job. So if you took your, the job to put your life on the line to, you know, help people, don't constantly throw it in our faces that that's what you were doing. And be open to modifying your methods. I could go in for a long time about how the police, they, they just fucked up. Now, we will never know if anything would have been done if that video would have never made it to social media. Now, people like Steven Jackson was doing his best to uh, help bring charges to uh, the officers who were involved with killing George Floyd. Now, ain't it crazy? I ain't never... When I saw that Steven Jackson was trying to raise awareness for it, I was like, that's kind of random. Until I seen their pictures side by side. And I was like, oh, them niggas definitely knew (laughs) They definitely knew each other. But Steven Jackson has been using his platform and his resources um, before they got charged to definitely, you know, bring awareness. And Mike Freeman, he messed up when he made that announcement. Now, that same night that Mike, attorney Mike Freeman made that announcement, thousands hit the streets and shit got real. All right, shit got real. Atlanta, Jersey, L.A. They was tearing up New York. The stores, Atlanta got fucked up. They got fucked up. You saw that? Now, in contrast, a lot of people were comparing it to uh, the situation in 2015 with the Baltimore riots. The only difference between the the riots that occurred now and then is, um, well, not even really, because the Baltimore, well, a couple of things. In Baltimore, the Freddie Gray situation, they tried to sweep that under the rug. That wasn't something that they ever wanted to get national attention. And there initially was going to be a peaceful protest. Initially, there was supposed to be a peaceful protest at Mondawmin by Frederick Douglass High School at like 3 o'clock. And in order to stop people from getting to the protests and vice versa, the city cut off all transportation to the area, which was dumb as fuck because when all the high school kids got out of school, what the fuck? They, they couldn't get home. And then there were already people who were there for the protest. That's how the Baltimore riots got started. Period. Marilyn Mosby was already doing her part to try to bring those, um, to bring those cops to justice. But there was some anger. That just, that put it overboard. Here we are trying to do something good and really try to bring awareness um, in a positive way about the Freddie Gray situation. And this is how you try to shut us up. And people were pissed off about it and it took to the streets now like the that was the difference Marilyn Mosby had charged those officers this was after the fact this was like like a little bit after the fact she had charged them the Ronnie King situation the Ronnie King situation that shit got real after the trial after everything was over and all those cops were acquitted by a jury they demanded the L.A. riots to me that I, I compare what happened that first night to the L.A. riots more so because those people were demanding justice for those. I mean, just outright the, the anger that people had 
people assume so much about Baltimore people in the culture or whatever. Y'all didn't. There was a lot of people out there protesting the Freddie Gray situation, but a lot of those were kids who were pissed the fuck off that they couldn't get home. But nobody really talks about that. But that anger, there was a lot of anger from the L.A. riots that I see now where it's just like, damn, man, just peace. Like when Radio Raheem died, man. Like, why the fuck we got to go through shit like this? It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, just like the L.A. riots and, and, and similar to the Baltimore riots, the question was always, was it a good thing or was it a bad thing? Was it good for the community? Did it push our community forward? Did it hold the police accountable? Some politicians cannot stop referring to those riots because and they, those were things that they would never have happened. If you watch some of these YouTube clips, politicians would never have things like that happen because they're in control. The police chief, somebody, a young kid gets killed, shot down by a police officer, chased on a dirt bike illegally. He dies and all it is, the police chief going up there saying they acted in good faith. And even in Baltimore, Baltimore retaliated and everything that went down, even Obama called us thugs. But things seem to be a little bit different. It seems to be a little bit different. Even though, unfortunately, black men and women are still losing their lives uh, behind police violence, it seems like the politicians aren't siding with the law enforcement like they would have back in the day. And they're not really agreeing with the, the government end of it either. They're not agreeing with the president's views on this particular situation. Now, celebrities have decided to really throw themselves in the mix. I don't know if it's quarantine because they're bored or just the demand from social media for certain celebrities to be vocal about what's going on using their platform, as people would say. Now, T.I. and Killer Mike, they stood with Atlanta mayor and officials to ask for peace. Now, Atlanta is definitely a black town, but when T.I. referred to Atlanta as Wakanda, I think that kind of took things a little overboard for people. Nobody really gave a fuck about what T.I. had to say after that. Now, what T.I. was saying wasn't completely wrong. It was just weird to see T.I. take a peaceful stance, but he's been saying fuck the police for so long. And people were mad at at T.I., but some of the things that people were saying and just totally disregarding his opinion, that's bullshit. T.I. has probably been more uh, a victim to police brutality than any of us. A lot of people that you know. He was a subject of a decade-long federal case. He was harassed for years. He was locked up, did time for a weapons case. Some of his weapons that were legal, and they illegally searched him to find his illegal weapons. They're still not sure were illegal. And then the week, I think it was like the same night maybe, that he was released from a federal prison, the police followed him, pulled him over, and arrested him again, him and Tiny, for suspicion of drugs. So maybe he knows a little bit something about dealing with the police. And when you experience that extent of the law, you experience how far the police will go to hurt you, you might have a different view on what you can do to approach them and how you can bring about change for your community as a whole. Now, Killer Mike, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to tell him to shut the fuck up. Because Killer Mike is somebody that I thought he he would never even use the word peace. <laughs> but then I started thinking him, just like T.I., they might know more. See, sometimes we let our experiences, we don't realize that our experiences limit us. We don't live those lives. We don't live in those tax brackets. We don't know. 
but and same with even poor black men poor black women who've gone through the judicial system who know how far the police can go to to hurt you to get information from you to jail you is far so you have it causes you to kind of collectively think about what you could do different also when you keep seeing your your peers and people in your community dying from police violence still after these things take place it's only fair to wonder what can you do differently and the question has been over and over and over is these forms of uh, you have looting but I saw on CNN them referring to it as violence is the, is the looting necessary is the rioting necessary uh, the abusive uh, speech damaging property taking things from people's corporations robbing Walmart robbing the Louis Vuitton I don't know why the fuck Chicago was crying about the Gucci shit but st- shit like that black owned businesses in the community things you know windows getting bust out they got to pay for that is that the answer now the Boston Tea Party the Americans got mad about the British taxing our tea and decided to rebel now the Americans some of them decided to dress up as Indians decided that they were going to destroy an incoming shipment of tea from the British and so that caused all the tea to spill out into their own harbor not the British's yeah, oh. Stonewall Riot. Happy Pride Month to everybody. Pride episode coming up next. Police were harassing a popular gay hotspot in New York, and after shutting down most of the gay clubs in the city, they had just became fixated on this Christopher Street Club. They believed that the patrons were selling drugs and that they were legally serving alcohol. If you look up the Stonewall Riot, that's the police reasoning for wanting to raid the joint because they were legally selling alcohol. Now, the patrons rioted the night that the police arrived to shut down um, after several nights of them attempting. This particular night, they attempted to shut the club down and the patrons rioted. They fought back and were able to stay in the club for the night. Following that following, um, that following, that was like, that following year was the first ever gay pride parade, making June National Gay Pride Month. But when we talk about uh, treatment of, um, when we talk about treatment of police and the gays and how transgender people are viewed, how they're protected by the police and community, then we all again ask the question: Has that? you know, kind of brought us forward. Now, that was something when I read it, I was like, Stonewall has definitely advanced us. Look what the Pride Month has done for the community. But the question is, has looting and violence and those type of things, has it, is it the answer in these particular situations and has it brought us forward? And if we're talking about Stonewall in relations to, did it advance us as far as the police versus the community? No. Now, let's say Rodney King. We all know nothing has changed since Rodney King. Shit, not as much has changed since Freddie Gray. And I don't think much has changed, too much has changed since George Floyd. A person died from police, police brutality the first four days after the death of George Floyd with the cushion of protecting the community from the looting. Communities have became divided. A lot of people brought up the Colin Kaepernick argument again. And I'm done with the Colin Kaepernick argument. He took the money. Once again, Colin Kaepernick, even though he used the platform and it's good and it brought awareness to it about police brutality, 
uh, killing black men. He originally was not talking about that shit. Marshawn Lynch was doing it first. He wanted his contract renewed. It didn't work out. Colin Kaepernick wanted to play in the NFL. Clearly, he acted like it. He played games and acted like the NFL didn't want him to be a part. There was a lot of things that Colin Kaepernick lied about. And then, in the end, when he could have told the story about everything, if it was really the situation, and you could have fucking started the revolution, he took the money. So I don't want to... I don't, I'm not interested in anything about Colin Kaepernick because the nigga's fake. But I understand for social media reasons, everybody wants to um, believe, people who don't even watch football want to believe this story of Colin Kaepernick. And I feel it because that's a good platform to stand on. But that was not originally what he cared about. He just didn't want the injury clause in his contract. Then you have a lot of women feeling a little unrepresented in the march, in, in, in the protest. Breonna Taylor was murdered on March 13th. Nobody said a thing about Breonna Taylor, who was murdered by police officers after they illegally entered her home on a search warrant and plain clothes. The boyfriend, they were looking for the boyfriend, and the boyfriend called the police believing they were burglars. And uh, according to the lawsuit, Breonna was shot and killed after the police already had who they wanted, the boyfriend, in custody. So a lot of women felt like, you know, where was this justice for Breonna Taylor? Now, this situation, George Floyd has actually brought awareness to Breonna Taylor's situation and FBI has released information saying that they will investigate. Then when we spoke about Stonewall and um, issues with police brutality and LGBT, you have Tony McDade, a transgender, transgender woman who was murdered by police. That will be uh, discussed on the next episode. A lot of people, so you, but in that you have a lot of LGBT people feeling they, they're not represented in the fight with George Floyd. Uh, how can we truly bring peace and all over the place. Black on black crime. A lot of people feel like, why are we talking about George Floyd? We need to be talking about what takes place in our community, the people. Why, why does George Floyd and his situation get more of attention than the, the daily, sometimes, <laughs> by the hour crime that occurs in certain cities. And it was just all the bottom line of was it to loot or not to loot? That was another division. People were angry at people for looting, people were looting. <laughs> people were angry at people who were angry for looting and people were just looting. And then there was time will tell. You had some people who genuinely believe this would blow over just like Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, a lot of the, um, the victims of police brutality, will this be bring any true change? But things are definitely happening. This morning, uh, over the weekend, Minneapolis has decided that they are going to completely revamp their police department. Um, Freeman, the state attorney, has had a change of heart and he has made the arrest. Now, Derek Chauvin is the police officer who is charged with, uh, is the actual man who had his knee on Floyd's neck. Now, he was initially charged with third degree, but an additional charge of second degree and, uh, murder and manslaughter has been added. Now, that kind of low-key is funny money. Now, I'm going to tell you that because it low-key means he could be found guilty on one of those charges. Now, hopefully it will be second degree murder and not manslaughter. Third degree wouldn't be that much better. That's just like another manslaughter charge. Um, excuse me, like that, doing that by putting all those charges together, that's kind of the Justice Department's loophole to charge him with one, really. Now, if they would have just charged him with second degree murder, that's what we wanted. First degree murder, that's what we wanted. Or just second degree murder. 
But for them to add all those charges, eh, they playing games. All right, now, three officers were charged with aiding and abetting. Now, all of them were arguing that they were completely defenseless against their superior. And what were they supposed to, to, um, to do, which is bullshit, but seeing their mugshots completely, I mean, it felt good. It felt good to see that. Now, I would like to see more plan of actions um, on the side of like these peace calls. Like everybody's talking about, some of these celebrities are calling for peace, but what are you doing um, to display that? You know, bring an Illuminati nigga to the meeting or something. Obama, Jay-Z, Diddy. Um, instead of using social media in the ways that you have, I do, I, I believe that there's ways that they can call larger um, meetings and have larger conversations about um, what's going on today. And it doesn't necessarily have to just be geared towards what they wanted. We saw when Diddy wanted you to vote and shit, he was running on TRL. Um, Jay-Z, how adamant he has been with Meek and prison reform, which I think is extremely, extremely, extremely important. But I do think that um, these guys could rent out local arenas. I would rent, honestly, if I was one of these guys, I would rent out the arenas in those areas or whatever. And I would have those people, you know, try to get together peacefully, you know, or do what I can, run out these parks, just have people get together as peacefully as we can, um, instead of just coming from behind the screen, because these 2020 millennials, they don't want that. You can have done a lot for your community. They don't give a shit. They need to see it on your damn <laughs> social media, you know, and somebody that I think is definitely important at a time like this for a long-term effect is Meek Mills. Um, he's used his relationship with Jay-Z, linked up with Robert Kraft, linked up with a lot of key people, um, not just in the music industry, um, but in the prison industry to bring about change so we can um, stop people from just being targets, uh, targeted by the police. Now, some of these celebrities, I, I can't speak for. I can't really speak for it. Um, now, these Instagram people y'all love, I don't I don't know, B. Simone, De Desi and all them, I don't really think they funny. I really don't, like, I don't. So they've been canceled in my mind. Now, Trina, people were getting on people like Trina because apparently Trina made a comment saying um, she got her license or gun license or something, I don't know. But it's, it's, it, it reeked of privilege. Now what Trina did say uh, kind of wasn't all the way bad. What Trina basically said was she has the things that she has in place in order so she won't be a victim of police brutality. She was wrong because that doesn't matter. You can still be a, a victim of police brutality. Um, it does, those things, credentials don't matter. But she was right um, in the sense of that's a start. Once again, people who've never, who've always had a good license, who, you know, never cared, thought about carrying a gun or even halfway looking like they're from the hood, they don't have to deal with that kind of stuff uh, more so. Police are afraid of them, those kind of black people. You know, if you are a straight up and down black person and the police are fucking with you, it's pure de jealousy. They can't stand the fact that they can't fuck with you. But if you're in the hood and they know, they feel like you don't have a license, you know how many times I've been pulled over? Well, I didn't have a license. So they was right. <laughs> they was right. But those are the things that, and Trina's hood, mine, she was just relating or were, are important because in the hood, that's those are things that you acquire so you will not become a target. Not necessarily, that doesn't exempt you from becoming a victim. All right, now Doja Cat, people were going all the way in on Doja Cat, speaking about her racist 
ass and her involvement in racist social groups. She's apologized, but I don't understand how she can apologize when she is an active member in racial social groups. So niggas would wait till I actually like the little Say So song. I've never listened to the version with Nicki Minaj. That's another thing. People are calling out Doja Cat, but Nicki Minaj, every girl who still listens to Nicki Minaj or likes, she is married to a whole sex offender. She's really a delusional bitch, but that's a whole other thing. All right. Things, um, uh, people who are on social media, you have to think about why you're disagreeing with each other. You guys are letting people's opinion on celebrities and all that. You, you, you gotta, you gotta relax. Everybody has to relax. Everybody's attacking people based off of the all lives matter situation. You must be clear on what you mean when you say all lives don't matter especially when it comes to our youth, who seem to be at an all-time low emotionally. The explanation of, of course we know all lives matter, may not reach these extremists who have internet access. If you can see the people, um, the Puerto Rican people, the Latin kings, they have decided to, you know, start fucking people up. They've decided to take a stand and protect their neighborhoods because they feel like um, looting and all those things are being praised within their communities and they don't want people to be injured or hurt. So we can still continue to have the debate about whether looting is a good thing or a bad thing. I'm running out of time, all right? I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you to go vote or something like that. Who knows what these niggas is doing? They probably gave us corona and and just ran off on the plug. If you wanna vote, vote. If you're not, you know, pay taxes, stay clean, stay out the way. All right, Juice Box Podcast. I got an LGBT episode coming up for Pride Month. All right, um, definitely, definitely want to talk more about what's going on with the transgender community and how they're dealing with uh, police brutality and just the police not doing what they're supposed to be doing to protect them. All right, Juice Box Podcast, boy, we out.